All right. Yeah. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Long Winded Spiel. Um, today we're going to be talking about UFC 214. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a whole cover on the on the whole. Well, I mean, I think just the main fight card. Probably just the main card. Okay. Probably just the ones mm-hmm. that we know about. Yeah. The, the, there the, we go. Well, the three championship fights and then. The, well, two. I think it's two. Is it three? No, it's three. Yeah. They're making that cyborg yeah, fight. That's right for the vacant 145 pound title. Yeah, they're like that's creating right. a whole division yeah. out of that, and yeah, we'll have some fun with it. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, once again, DLR Derek Lee Ramsey here, and always Mike G here. That's right. Um, so stay tuned, listeners. We're definitely going to be uh, breaking this down. So let's go ahead and start off with the uh, first fight on the main card, um, which is Jimmy Manua against Volkan Olshedermir. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name, but Volkan for sure is right. I mean, I, that's exactly how you say it. It's his last name, but he is a he's he's from Switzerland. 6'2", you know, he fights in the light heavyweight division. That's 205. Um, currently, his record is 14-1. and one. Uh, mm. 10 by knockout, 1 by decision, and 3 by uh, submission. I'm sorry, 1 by submission and 3 by decision. So I guess that's safe to say he's a fucking knockout artist. He hits hard. He hits pretty hard. And the one loss on his record is by a uh, submission. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, it's well, looking pretty good. The main thing, too, I think, is that Jimmy Manuel is, uh, I hope I'm saying his name right, uh, he's on the card as a kind of like a backup plan in case uh, John Jones goes down, or goes down, or, you know what I mean? Doesn't he show up. Doesn't, he, for whatever reason, is ineligible for the fight. Uh, that's he, That would be the uh, the replacement, and I guess the, probably wouldn't be the main event anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, it would be that's what Dana White's come out and said. Like it's not an accident that he's on the card. I gotcha. So I kind of feel bad for Volcan because he's he's in a really weird position because he might have an opponent or he might not. Yeah, well, hope. you know, I mean, if Jim, Jimmy Manua, it sounds like he, no matter what, he's going to get an opponent. Like either he yeah, has to step up and fight DC, right. or he's going to fight this Volcan guy. Right. You sit if you're in Volcan shoes, you're like, well, fuck. Either I'm going to have somebody to fight, I'm going to get paid, or I'm not. And then all this training that I've been doing. And do you, Could be for nothing. Do you think that, or uh, just for a favor for the UFC? Do you think that Manua's? I hope I'm saying his name right. Because I feel like I'm <laughs> starting. Jimmy. Starting. Yeah. Do you feel like Jimmy? Yeah. Jimmy. We're on a first name basis with him now. Cool. Yeah. He's, he's a cool. Sound, guy. Sound, for me, starting to sound like Manua, <laughs> and I just don't like. I could I be butchering it, so I don't want to go down that road. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you think that he's actually training uh, to fight this guy, or do you think that he's got DC on the brain? You know what I mean? Like if. If you have that bigger payday option or a, a chance to fight for the title as, mm-hmm. like, on one end. So for, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think that he's rooting for John Jones to, you know, not make the fight? Uh, you know what, dude? I, I want to say he's training for Volcan only because, I, I fuck, it just, in my, where I'm looking at it, I don't know what the fuck Jimmy's thinking. Old Jimmy. Old Jimmy. Old Jimmy Jimmy. Old Jimmy. <laughs> Jim Bone. Uh, I, I can't tell you what he's thinking, but if if that were me, I would like to assume that Jones got, has gotten his shit together and he's going to fight, you know, so I'm going to be worried about Vulcan, but in the back of my mind, I'm, no matter what, I think he should be working on his wrestling because at some point, if he ends up fighting for the title, it's going to be 
against John Jones or DC, both of which are fucking great wrestlers. So right. you should be working on it regardless. I just wouldn't. I don't think he's specifically working for the DC fight, but I'm just I mean, wondering. He's going to fight uh, him eventually, so you might as well start working on that wrestling now and focus that primarily during your training camp. And I mean, especially the Volcan guy, he sounds like he's a knockout artist. So yeah, like. Take him down, you know. Beat him up on the, his one loss is by a submission. So take him. You're, you're saying yeah. just take him down to the mat. So, I mean, just based off of paper, yeah. You take him to the mat. Beat him up. Get get the win. You know, if you're confident in your hands, great. Use that to set up the takedown, and then sometimes the threat of the takedown is what opens up for the knockout punch. And dude, Jimmy, old Jimmy, old Jimmy, old Jimmy, he can knock somebody out. He can knock somebody out so, too. That's that's. I mean, hands are going to be flying. I think in this one. I hope so. so. I, think I mean, it should I'm, be a good fight. I'm thinking about betting the under. I don't and, know shit uh, about Volcan though. So I don't I know really enough. Say. Yeah, we didn't. I mean, we did. We did our research on the majority of this yeah. fight card, uh, but we up. did not look up that fifth fight. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, if I'm betting the under on this one, whatever it is, I'm sure it's a round and a half. And uh, whoever really is the underdog, I'll probably put a unit on that, too. Uh, just to, mm-hmm. I, I always think when you got two big guys who can both knock each other out, I think you bet on the, uh, the under. On the under, just, I don't know, five oh, times I out. I wonder what the odds are. I wonder, because the kid's only got one loss on him. So, yeah. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I uh, I, his last one of his last fights in the UFC was against OSP. Oh, um, uh, Ovid Saint Peru, who is a uh, another top ten contender in the uh, light heavyweight division. For those of you that do not know, uh, but yeah, so he actually has a split decision win over o- OSP. Does he really? He does, and I rem- kind of remember that fight. It was he's competitive. I faintly remember that fight mm-hmm. too. I think OSP kind of slept on him a little bit. Yeah, he didn't. I mean, he, he got he, he gassed out in that fight, if I remember mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, that's kind of what you get with him, though. It's uh, he. I feel like he kind of trains to the level of his competition just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, not to. And then he got to John Jones, and he just. Yeah, I mean, he looked like he trained hard for that fight. I he mean, kind of took it on short notice, though. Did he? I think so. He had like three weeks. Oh shit. That's I could tough. be wrong. I, I I can look that up here in a second. But well, I mean, whether I look it up on my phone, so I don't fucking cancel the recording like last time. <laughs> right? I don't I don't know if that's a statement windows. of uh, Ovin Saint Peru like training really hard for those three weeks, or mm-hmm. just John Jones maybe just not looking so. I mean, because he didn't look that great in that uh-huh. fight. That's the whole thing. If the well, we'll get to the John. Should we just uh, I mean, should we just jump well in? Just jump yeah, in. I mean, we're talking about fight. Uh, yeah, the John Jones dude. He. He's that kind of person that I think he knows he's so good that he backs off. So I don't think it's really a that I don't know. You think that what he I, just was trying to? I think he was just trying to just I don't know, get more ring time because he's been out for so long. You know, uh, like, so he was trying to log uh, minutes. Kind of, kind of. I don't think he was going in there like with the same kind of competitive drive to like take this guy out. I think he was just going in there just to kind of like I'm gonna beat this guy up and really enjoy myself. You know. I mean, that's just kind of how I, I, I look at it, but who's to say if DC were the one standing in that ring against him that night, if he wouldn't have been able to pull it off and get the W, you know? And get the finish. Exactly. Do, do you think he so. has a chance to finish DC with all the, the buildup and the hatred and all I that stuff? I think he has a chance to finish him, yeah. Yeah? I do. It's been a I, while since he's finished anybody. I yeah. mean, just to play devil's advocate on that. No, for sure. I just... um. 
and DC being as motivated too mm-hmm. with all that same hatred. I mean, I'm not. I'm just. Uh, what do you? How about this? What do you? What do you think is going to happen in that fight? Who do you think wins that fight, and how? Uh, <laughs> so tough. Okay, so I think John Jones is going to win. Um, I just. I think it's going to be more of the same as far as their last fight. I just. Uh, I see DC being a little bit more competitive in the first few rounds, but I just can't imagine the pace. Something you know, I just I just can't imagine the pace not becoming an issue for DC. Not saying his cardio is bad. It's just Jones has his way of breaking people down. You know, like he hits him with these awkward punches, and I'm sure like outside of he's not known for his power, like knocking people out. But you know, it doesn't. It's not like it doesn't hurt. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when he cracks you with an elbow, you're not out. You you felt you felt it. If anything, that's worse. As opposed to just waking up and being like, wow, I didn't even feel anything. I just waking up on the canvas, you know? Yeah. I mean, that, that, that I'm sure fucks with you a little bit too. But feeling the pain, like feeling that, that elbow bone crash against the side of your skull and your head just fucking whiplashing and then all of a sudden you hear white or you hear a loud thud and then you see white. And But you're still in the fight though. Yeah. And then now you just have to like, you know, process it and be like, okay, I just got cracked. I'm not going to let that happen again. Yeah. <laughs> and then it does happen again. Yeah, and your bell's still ringing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many times does he fucking light up his opponents Dude. with those elbows inside that clinch? Oh, man. Pretty often. Pretty freaking often. Those elbows look nasty. We were just watching his uh, ground and pound yeah, uh, earlier. Dude, for sure. Before this uh, podcast, know, and it was... Yeah. It's, it, it's no joke. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm, I'm picking Jones. I think he's going to win. Um... I don't know. I, I can't imagine it going off five rounds. I think it's gonna be a finish. But if um, if it finishes early in the fight, I think it's by DC. Yeah, um, you think D- yeah, DC by I, submission if, by I, knockout? The TKO. TKO. Yeah, I can see him clipping Jones a little bit. Yeah. Because um, like DC at this point, dude, he's going in there to like die. You know. I mean, yeah. That's he's how putting, I see it. He's putting his whole, pretty much his whole career and legacy on his on the line for this, this one, right? This is it, dude. Because if he loses this one, he's not... He doesn't get a third one. Mm-mm. You don't... Yeah. No. And on top of that, you know, like... And he's older. He's older. He's His only loss is against Jones. Like, I'm sure there's a lot on the line. So, if it... In my opinion, if it ends in the, within the first couple rounds, it'll be by DC some sort of TKO. But it's just a likelihood of that happening. This is pretty... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. John Jones has got what's what's it been a couple of years? So I mean, it's been about a year. Been a year. Oh, since the Ovin St. Fruit fight. I'm pretty sure. Let me look that up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I want to say in the last two years he's only fought. We fought once. Once, I think. I think it was OSP that that one we were talking about where, you, but. He, okay, so he fought OSP. He fought him. April twenty third, two thousand sixteen. Two thousand sixteen, about so, a, just, about just a over year. a year. About a year. Okay. And then, uh, so since two thousand fourteen to now, he's only fought four times. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, the Cormier. After the Cormier fight, January third, two thousand fifteen, he didn't fight until that that next April. Okay. So he went a whole year in between the fight of uh, against DC and then when he took the OSP fight. So he was off on it for a year. He's doing the exact same thing again. Okay, you know, so he's so. 
It's not like he's taken he hasn't taken a year off and then come back. But I mean, no, he's done it before. He's just doing it again now. He's doing it again now against mm-hmm. a hungry uh, DC who's been pretty yeah, active. Exactly. So that's that's kind of my only subtle like okay well this is his last hurrah and he's going to be putting everything on the line and he's been active um i mean it's really hard to bet against john jones man it's really hard to man it really is i i I want i'd like to are you rooting are you rooting for dc yeah i I, want to say i am because he's the older guy i just i tend to root for like the underdog you know because i mean we were talking earlier I i love a good underdog story yeah you know but i don't know man my money's on Jones. Money, smart money on Jones. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's just kind of weird though. DC doesn't get like any. We were talking about this earlier. DC doesn't get any like fan support at all, mm. and I just don't understand why. Like, I forget who said it, but what, one of the commentators he he brought up a really good point about that. He was saying that um, Jones has kind of become the heel, you know, because he's like the, the the guy that got suspended because of drugs and partying and all this other shit. And he's just been, like, within the last couple of years, he's been really just, like, fucking up. And um, the reason why, what this person was saying was, the reason why Jones has gained in so much in popularity and just, like, likeness as opposed to DC is because most people relate to the fuck up as opposed to the guy that doesn't fuck up. And he's got his life together. Dude, he's got yeah. it all figured out. Like, most people relate to the guy that, like, man, I'm sorry, Dick cocaine three weeks before yeah. my fight and then you know and then i went out and kicked your ass but i mean i still kicked your ass <laughs> i can like, relate to that but... yeah that's what they're saying yeah so people can relate to jones fucking up because they're just like oh yeah that makes sense you know you fuck up yeah but i can also mm-hmm. relate to a champion that also works really hard and trains yeah, and stays you clean yeah, you, you know can, what i mean like, for sure i don't know i just don't i i see why people like jones I just don't see why people dis. I don't understand why people dislike Cormier, being mm-hmm. like an Olympian and now a UFC champion. You know what I mean? And a mm-hmm. UFC uh, analyst guy. Like I just don't. I don't know. I, it's not like people are di- like dislike Dominic Cruz That's for true. being an analyst or like. So I, I think I like him more. Yeah, he's a badass analyst. You yeah. know what I mean? I so I actually learn a lot when I listen to him oh, break down God. a fight. Nobody be at. Yeah, he's. I really so like when he does it. If there's somebody that's going to do it besides Joe Rogan, I'd I'd like it to be Dominic Cruz because mm-hmm. uh, the man knows the shit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I uh... <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what were we what talking were doing? about? We were talking about Jones and DC. I yeah, think? why is <laughs> why is DC disliked? Yeah, he's fucking... I just don't get it. Because he's the clean-cut guy, man. People hate that. Oh, I'm just dude. kidding. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I like DC. Actually, I think he's a stand-up dude. And to hear that he has a barbershop here in Reseda, California... Plug. ...called Fate... What was it? Uh, Faded or... Uh-oh. I'm going to look this shit up. <laughs> Apparently, there are two locations, one of which is it's 15 on, uh, minutes away from here. It says on Van Owen and like Van uh, Owen and Reseda or some shit like that. Let's see. Oh, still, I probably only paid for about five haircuts, though, since I... In I've... your entire life? Yeah, well... Yeah, I see Van Owen. So, uh, it's called Faded Barbershop. Faded Barbershop. You're pretty much... You're right there. I said favored. No, faded. No, I said faded. You said faded. I was right. God damn I it. I might be a little faded right now, but hey. Right. <laughs> 
Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so DC and Jones. It's going to be a great fight. How do you see it going down? Like, do you I, see it being I, more competitive? I mean, Jones, Jones looks so composed right now and just so relaxed. Like, I don't know. Like, he's almost taking Cormier lightly. Like, I just, I don't, either that, I don't know, man. I, I just have this subtle feeling. I'm, I'm rooting for Cormier, mm-hmm. which is why I don't understand why people are booing him, I guess, because I'm rooting for the guy. Uh, I like his determination. I like that when, you know, you get, you take a loss or whatever, you're going right back, mm-hmm. you know, trying trying to get get after it with a passion. Like, it really eats at him, the fact that, that this guy beat him. And uh, I just think that he's very driven uh, to win this fight, and I just respect that. Whereas John Jones being the, you know, more gifted athlete of mm-hmm. sorts is uh, just kind of going, I'm going to beat this guy again. He's not as talented as I am type of attitude towards it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I just, it's just, that's just my, I, I'm just rooting for the guy that's trying to avenge the loss, I guess. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I've always, I'm, I love a good underdog story. I really do. Yeah. And you know, I, I've said this before on, on my, on a different podcast, but, um, it's, uh, it's always easier for the loser to adjust in the rematch than it is for the winner to adjust what he did in the, in the, in the rematch. Right. Like the loser can always go back and fix what he did wrong. The winner's not going to know what the loser's working on. I mean, at least not in detail. Right. And he doesn't really know what he's going to end up bringing to the table as far as a new strategy. So, I mean, obviously the winner, you're going to continue doing what you're doing because you're winning. But well, yeah, and you might have yeah, some, but some that, superior just, skills. Which yeah, is but like on that sense, it's it's easier for the loser to come up with a new game plan. Like he can, he has the element of surprise. Yeah, because the winner comes down to most likely sticking with the same game plan. Exactly. Yeah. So sure. I mean, it could do that. That could play into DC's favor. You know, uh, he can go out there and I do. I really think um, I really think DC would. Needs to kind of abandon the takedowns and just worry on striking more, you know. And that, that's one thing that if I were in DC's corner and I was trying to help him come up with a better game plan, yeah, I think that would be a huge piece of that pie. You know, in that first, um, I just watched that first fight twice now in like the last week. And a lot of it, a lot of DC's effort on trying to get Jones down I believe was more of a pride thing because Jones had taken him down. Right. And the first one was kind of, he got caught in a bad position. And uh, in the fourth and fifth round, well, in the fourth round mainly, he took down DC like four times and just effortless, you know. But that first takedown, you see DC's mindset almost change. Like in the first stanza when they're going, he's just pressing forward, trying to strike, trying to strike, and just like trying to close the distance and not give Jones that space to where he can use that the, that leg oblique kick, mm-hmm. and then you know his you know obviously his long arms. He's got such a fucking crazy reach. Right. And uh, as soon as as soon as Jones took him down, it was almost like it was almost like DC in the back of his mind was thinking, "I gave up a takedown. Now I have to get one back." You know. So now he's chasing the takedown. Right. And a lot of that effort of trying to get get Jones to the mat was wasted dude like it really wasn't even he didn't succeed first off and second off like there were a couple of moments where he left himself open for some hard knees to the body you know and Jones has got long legs he can bring up his leg real fucking fast yeah so I don't know man I, I um if I were DC's corner I would 100% say listen striking's where we're gonna be at once we get him softened up to where he's really biting on the striking then we'll start worrying about the takedowns 
But like right now, you know, you you can't try to take him down when he's fresh. You know, because like that, that's more. Now you're feeling his full physical strength as opposed to you outstriking him. Because mm-hmm. that, you know, like you, you're taking less damage. He's not weighing on you. Like by weighing on you, I mean like he's not. He's so fucking long. He can wrap his arms around you and just lean on you. You know, and just zap your energy that way. You know, yeah. all that body weight. You know, what's the one thing? All every fighter that's fought Jones, they all say the same thing. Fucking, he's so strong. He's incredibly he's strong. So, he's a lot stronger than I thought he was. Well, yeah. fucking, he's got an 84-inch reach. And, you know, he's six foot four. Uh, he's a grown fucking dude. You yeah. Know? He's strong. Yeah. With, with NFL brothers is... Yeah. With, or NFL big brothers, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? My offensive tackles is brothers that are probably picking on him since day one, you know? I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were. I've always, I've always maintained that younger brothers are tougher individuals than like if you mm-hmm. if, if I were to choose a fighter solely based on anything I'd be like which one ha- is the younger brother and I'm picking that guy mm-hmm. uh, just for toughness but, I, w- I wonder if the older brother still picks on Jones I I no probably not <laughs> I know right I don't know on that one I think he's still I mean every older brother should in the back of their mind still believe that right. they can fuck up their younger brother if they had to. That's uh, even if that isn't always true. That is, I mean, I'm in my situation. I'm uh, I get some Snapchats from my younger brother uh, Casey in Texas. Shout mm-hmm. out Casey. Uh, he, you know, he'll send me something like right after the gym, dude, and all pumped up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I will still fucking beat your little ass. <laughs> What's funny is like, that is the first thought that goes through most guys' fucking heads whenever they, they're in that situation where like a younger nephew yeah. or a brother or just somebody that you grew up and they're just much smaller than you. So you're so used to beating them up. Not beating them up, but just... But, you know, roughhousing. Yeah, you know. especially especially amongst boys, you know. like Exactly. I'm sure most women can't relate, but... It was, it was a house full of four boys. Yeah, so. you know, like, there's a lot of testosterone going on, you know. Like, sometimes you just want to wrestle and play fight and pillow fight, and then it turns into an actual fight. And it turns into, yeah, Charlie, Charlie horses and whatnot. Yeah, it happens. But, yeah, it's, uh... It's... It's just funny. It's uh, oh, I think you're right though. All big brothers do kind of hold, hold on to it, whether yeah. they're whether we're right, right or wrong, because Casey is a big, mm. big, big younger brother now, mm-hmm. uh, as they say. Uh, but yeah, you think you hold on to the the concept that you can still yeah still rough them, rough them up if you had to. Well, dude, I mean, who knows? <laughs> He's I'm sure, still king. I'm sure. Give it the old college try. <laughs> Catch him with that straight right. Uh, uh, we, yeah, I'm sure Jones did, has did that, you, dude. Did you and your brothers ever, like, uh, fist? Uh, dude, it was just mainly my... Cuffs? Uh, well, my older brother, he's like... It was never much of a fight. He was always so much bigger than me that any anything I would try, he would just shut it down real fucking quick. There were a couple times where, like, I tried wrestling him. And it just, just didn't no, go not, anywhere. Not happening. So, like, a lot of it was me... Like, saying something and, like, running and, like, dropping shit behind me or just trying to get away from him, you know? Throwing shit out. Throwing shit behind in the trail as you're you're running away. Yeah, Yeah, stuff like that. Um, Yeah, yeah, I was like, you know, just like shit like like that. Like, oh, there are a handful of times where I actually like try to like, all right, you know, I'm going to try to beat up my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Like with punches, though. Yeah, with punches. Okay. But it never lasted very long. Yeah. He's just, I mean, he's what, um, five, six years older than I am? Uh, so like the size difference was always so fucking drastic that it was just 
I was like, damn, dude, like you're you're two of me. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you're two of me. Like it's not like. <laughs> My, oh, no. my brother and I are 18 months apart. Yeah. Uh, well, my my older brother, I should say, mm. uh, uh, the one that I'd be running from the yeah. majority of the time. Uh, but yeah, we're 18 months, but still, it was he was about two of me his mm. entire life. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, it's uh, it was a weird thing. But like my, my brother, he was tough, dude. He was definitely tough. But um, I think he was more of like the discipline kind of. Uh, teach you about life kind of tough as opposed to like always kicking my ass like there are moments where he definitely you know he and I fucking got into it but it was never anything too bad you know we always we always like dropped it pretty early on and he was always in in and out of the house too so I always like had a little miniature vacation <laughs> you know you can always <laughs> a little like reprieve you know, a little, yeah, the, uh... little break there's always a break there's always a few months when he'd be uh, out okay. but yeah dude so I don't know um, it was just weird but yeah, dude, I, I do think uh, he did teach me a lot. I think that is a reason why um, I think that I'm tough. <laughs> Since we were talking about Jones and his older brother being an uh, NFL player, I'm sure he got bullied a lot growing up too. Well, I'm, I've always said like, uh, when, you know, when Trev was living with us too, like me, you, and Trev, we all, I think, uh, could kind of relate to the the older brother, you know, being the younger brother type of thing. I think that was something we all could relate to. So, but, uh, and, and in terms of our toughness, I guess, you know, but, uh, mm-hmm. anyways, enough about how tough we are. I'm so tough. We're fucking tough, bro. <laughs> the toughest guy ever. The toughest. Yeah. So Jones and Cormier, it's definitely gonna be a great fight. Uh, we'll see what happens, but I'm still thinking Jones is going to pull it off. I think there's a lot, he's got a lot of momentum. He's just, um, he's a freak athlete, man. So what's your final pick on that? Oh, man. Uh, either, all right, uh, Cormier by TKO. Cormier wins, like you said. I'm going to, like you say, his his option. Oh, yeah, win. okay, for sure. Because you, you're officially like, saying. I pick Jones. But, you, but, your, but your argument <laughs> of how, how, oh, DC how DC gets DC it done. Be. Yeah, I agree you. with uh, that it will be early. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm thinking his best chance is in the first with all that uh, anger and aggression. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he's if he's figured out and made an adjustment, I don't think he'll wait till the later rounds to implore them. I think he'll do it early. Yeah. So uh, since I'm rooting for Cormier, I'm going to pick him in the first of uh, TKO. Yeah. But, I kind of see Cormier yeah. having a lot more movement in this fight too. Like being the smaller fighter, you know, yeah. like I'm embracing that idea. Yeah. Um, and what what I mean by that is like you're the smaller fighter, therefore like you're lighter on your feet, so you can move around a little bit more. You have yeah. that uh, you have that ability. That nimbleness. Or... Yeah, you know, you could just move and and not be standing and just marching forward. That's all DC was doing is just marching forward in that first fight. Yeah. Just marching forward, and Jones is just throwing that straight knee down the pipe, clinch, elbow, knee. The whole time Cormier was walking backwards. Kicking that front, that front leg, trying to go for a head kick. DC was just eating the body shots, dude. Yeah. So I, that's why I'm like, dude, be the smaller fighter. You know, like embrace, embrace that. Embrace it. Embrace it. Fucking yeah. move around. Don't worry about going forward right away. Like work your way in. You know, but it, striking though. That's what I think he needs to focus on. But as we'll soon see. as soon as I put in my pick, I want to change it. <laughs> uh, I don't think DC is gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, you, I, uh, could, you could not. It did not. It did not settle right putting that on record um, <laughs> as my official pick because I I'm DC here. TKO. No, I, re- I changed my pick. 
It's what? not. It wasn't my final answer. We didn't say final. You're like DC submission. <laughs> <laughs> no, I third actually, round. I'm gonna go. Uh, John Jones uh, wins by decision. Uh, yeah, by decision. John Jones by decision. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's my official pick. I'm trying I, to be. I don't want to see DC like the, lose like by a dominated TKO. Like I got, he got beat the fuck up kind of a thing like i don't want to see that um i don't even want to see him lose by submission i just yeah that's, if he loses i'd like to see it by decision to say he you know he didn't get finished he still fought yeah but there's also part of me that just wants it to be done for him mm-hmm. like that i don't want him like put it this way i don't want it to be a really really close fight and then uh jones wins by like a split decision oh that would suck wouldn't that how much would that crush dc because i'm pretty sure he's gonna retire after this fight uh, he mm-hmm. seems to be wanting to get back to the desk job. Uh, Being along. an analyst? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just think that to have that as like your last thing is like a split decision Fuck. loss against your freaking like arch nemesis would just crush me. He's like, good enough for me. I retired. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, mm, tastes good. I still think I won that fight, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, he'll always. How, how many times? Asterisk, right? How many times do you think he's gonna go back and watch the film and see? How many things, How many times do you think he watched the last fight? Probably a bunch. A, sh- I a shit ton. Yeah, yeah. I would have. So. He's, he's learned from that, but what, it won't. He won't be learning like he he watches that last one with a with a goal in mind that with a chance to get his hands on the guy again. Mm-hmm. If if you watch the the second one, you're now just like that's just you're watching your legacy is like, like that's this. It. This is it. And it's a split decision. God damn it, I won the third round. You know what I mean? It's like... The laces were in. Yeah, he goes, full Ray Finkel. (laughs) Shit. Ray Finkel reference, everybody. Yeah. I love it. Pet detective. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Uh, Yeah, dude. uh, Fuck, we'll see, man. We're going to find out just uh, this Saturday. Saturday night. Saturday night, yeah. Yeah. I wake up up at 6 on Sunday, so it's going to be kind of tough to... It's like watch the fight and then go to bed, right? Yeah, then... Take a fucking mm-hmm. sleeping pill. Uh, but what else? Uh, there's another uh, Robbie Lawler fights uh, who Donald Cerrone on this one too. Yeah, uh, Robbie Lawler, Donald Cerrone at welterweight. How do you see that going down? Uh, I think Robbie Lawler is going to knock out Donald Cerrone in the. Second round. Okay. I think that Donald Cerrone is talented enough uh, to make it out of the first with him and tough enough, but uh, Lawler's just a beast. And uh, I don't think Cerrone's powerful enough to end Lawler. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I just I just see him uh, I see him clipping him. And um, yeah, either that or Cerrone by you know will knock him out with the leg kick to the yeah. or excuse me a, a, a kick. I always say leg kick with a kick. To the head. The was, leg kick to the head? I was head. about to say it. I stopped myself. I was going to say the leg kick to the head thing. <laughs> he's using his leg to yeah. kick. Him in the head. In the head. <laughs> like, Mike, it's not a leg kick to the head. It's right. uh, just, a, just a kick to the head. It's going to be kick. a fucking... Cr- yeah, head kick. There we go. There it is. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Roundhouse kick to the head. Ew. Um, I'm really looking forward to this fight. I actually forgot it was even, it was even on... The uh, the fucking fight card up until twenty minutes ago. Yeah. So excited about that. I want to say 
fucking Lawler's going to win too. But, I mean, just for the sake of the um, conversation here, I guess we can talk about the pros of Donald Cerrone. Sure. You know, like, I think you're definitely right. The leg kicks to the head. The leg are, kicks to the head, bro. I'm telling are, you, those are his secret weapon. He's really good with that switch kick to the head, man. Like, he's sneaky with it. He always blasts the inside of the leg. So, if he's standing in the orthodox position, so his right leg is back, left leg is forward, that lead left leg, he'll switch kick it to the inside thigh of the, of the opponent's when, leg. When you say switch kick, for those listeners who don't know. Switch kick is like, um, there's no wind-up. So it's not like you're winding up your hips and putting your whole weight into it. Okay. It's more of like a, like like you're you're torquing your hips and you're kind of whipping your leg. It still hurts. Right. Like a son of a gun, but it's not. There's no wind up to it, so it's harder to see coming, and it's more of those kicks that you can use to set up other punches or other kicks that can finish the fight as opposed to an inside switch kick to the thigh. And then you know you ever I mean the, the, this is no no surprise you beat up the lead leg the person becomes less mobile right. so it's easier to walk them down with strikes so Cerrone's really good at throwing the switch kick and then faking it with a switch kick to the head he's got such long legs mm-hmm. such long legs that he can get it over the shoulder easier like he if you watch most of his knockout wins a lot of those are by that switch kick yeah that uh, i remember images of uh, when i was talking about it just now about lawler mm-hmm. when i was like yeah lawler's gonna win i'm pretty sure of it but then i was like yeah cerrone can't knock him out but then i thought didn't cerrone knock out matt brown with the fucking the switch kick a leg, <laughs> i was gonna say a leg kick to the head but... <laughs> <laughs> a spinning leg kick to the head that yeah. was a per- perfectly timed uh combo Dude, on that was, one yeah man He's really good with that with that kick. Uh, so, when he fought Jorge Masvidal, um, I will say I picked Cerrone to win that fight against Masvidal, but I did say if Masvidal wins, it's going to be like by boxing because that's always been Cerrone's like weak point. Like mm-hmm. his weakness has always been against like really skillful boxers because mm-hmm. like leg kicks and all that are great and you can fire them from from afar. But Cerrone's more of like that three four punch kind of combination striker. Like, he'll hit you with two or three punches and then kick you in the head. Yeah. You know? And then a lot of times, by the time you set up that combination, a pure boxer would have thrown his combination at the same time. That's what my that's what Masvidal did. You know, he was waiting for Cerrone to punch, and he was countering and, like, going with his own punches. And it's always been Cerrone's weakness. Against Nate Diaz is Nate another Diaz, perfect yeah. example of that as well, you know? Um, uh, Rafael Dos Anjos, you know, he's not a pure boxer, but he was out striking him. You know, like, whenever you put pressure on Cerrone... Uh, his fluidity really kind of gets, it just it gets really stagnant. You know, he ends up throwing one or two punches as opposed to like three or four, which is where he shines. He's really good at throwing. His knockout win against Rick Story, I mean, that was like a four punch combination. That was beautiful. It was, dude. Led to a head kick. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of shit that I'm talking about. Like yeah. that's Cerrone at his best. But when he goes against strikers, like that kind of a striker, he he just it doesn't really suit his style. Which is what Robbie Lawler is. He's like a monster version of Jorge Masvidal. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking. As like, like, he's going to put know. so much pressure on him mm-hmm. that I don't think he's going to be able to get off those those longer combinations that you're yeah. talking about. He's a southpaw fighter too, man. So like that's that's a tricky little. Which little, who is uh, a Lawler? He's a southpaw. Lawler's a southpaw. Yeah, really. Yeah, he's southpaw dude. So that, that's going to be a tricky little little switch up for fucking Cerrone too. You know, I did so, not know that. I don't know, man. It's going to be. Um, it's gonna be interesting. I, I think that that Lawler is gonna get in there and and 
close the distance on him quick mm-hmm. and clip clip the chin. He's explosive. And he's super a scary, explosive, explosive he's, man. Uh, yeah, and yeah. It, he knows the stage that he's on, and he wants to get a, uh, a chance to get back at the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still think he's title a title caliber fighter. So, I think so too. Uh, I have a solid win over Masvidal. I mean, Masvidal. I keep. <laughs> I'm hung up on that Jorge Masvidal. <laughs> dude, I <laughs> fucking no. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, uh, fucking Lawler, dude. He is a solid win over Donald Cerrone would definitely put you back in that title contention. But I think you need to win at least one more fight after this one. Well, yeah, because I mean, after yeah. Dana White's already came out right and said uh, GSP's fighting the next GSP's getting the next title shot, yeah. so he's gonna have to stay so relevant. One more, yeah, and then one more fight just to kind of stay in that picture. Yeah, who do you think he should fight? Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, maybe the winner of uh, no, wait, they're not the same weight class. Just kidding. Uh, Nick Diaz. <laughs> A rematch that'd be so cool. I want to see that. Yeah, I'd love to see that fight too. Uh, I just want to see Nick Diaz back in the UFC, man. That's what I was thinking of. I was like, I just want to see Nick Diaz back fighting. He's a fucking. I think it's. I think it's good for the UFC to have a Diaz brother fighting. I think so too. I think uh, so. It makes it exciting. Exactly. I think you know, strike while the iron's hot. Exactly. And uh, but yeah. And that would be who do you who do you think they who 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 are the other contenders? I was, I was uh, I'd to... like to see Carlos Condit come back. I think that'd be a really cool one. I can see him fighting Wonder Boy. Wonder, yeah, Wonder Boy against Lawler would be kind of cool. But Wonder Boy's coming off of a win or a mm-hmm. loss. I'm sorry. And if if Robbie Lawler beats Don Zeroni, he'd be coming off a win. So a lot of times the UFC does pit together like a winner and a loser kind of a thing. Like they'll end up doing two people that are on a winning streak. Yeah. So they have that extra motivation, like, oh, I, I need to really win this fight, so I can I can be the one that gets you know that title shot, right? Or get that real rom- momentum yeah, exactly. towards a exactly. contender. Yeah, or the opposite side of that spectrum, where they'll put two people that are on a, that loss. So it's like two people don't want a second loss in their record. You right. know, they want to snap that loss. So you get that extra motivation, of like, I gotta fuck. I can't be the one that loses this. I can't, I can't go two losses in a row. So that's yeah. that's they do that all the time. So okay. it'd be tough, man. It just really depends on. Where the title, where the top five welterweights are in the next like three months. Yeah. You know, because we still have to get past. Uh, they said that they're not fighting until November, right? The GSP, I believe, mm-hmm. is not fighting until, yeah, till November. November. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just a few months. So, I can see Damian Maya fighting, uh, you know, let's say Damian Maya loses. I can see him fighting Stephen Warner, Boy Thompson, you know, like, and then having them figure out who the next possible contender will be. And then I can see Lawler. Let's say Lawler wins. I can see him fighting somebody like, um, I want to say Masvidal, even though he came off of a loss. I can see them fighting. But more than that, I want to say like uh, Carlos Condit or a... Um, it sucks, Shit, sucks else, Masvidal man? just lost that close does, decision. Man. He it was, really he was actually on, a, on some real momentum yeah. to actually get some, some credit mm-hmm. after a long career, but... Get some notoriety, but you know, writing mm-hmm. that that win over Cerrone was he finally got him got himself a little bit of a notoriety, and then you know loses to a, a skilled professional yeah. in a kind of a boring way. It's very true, man. You know, like I I know Gunnar Nelson just fought recently. He was a welterweight. I he's a prospect in my opinion. He lost though. 
He got clipped by he some, lost. He ended up losing out in to fucking the fourteen seed or whatever it was. Some shit like that, yeah. yeah. But the guy he that beat him up, dude, he fucking he did a really good job. He like clipped him and just stayed on top of him and put him away. Yeah. But either that Brazilian guy or Gunnar Nelson would be a good matchup for you know like a possible okay. top five spot. I, I don't know. There, there there are a lot of options, dude. But like right now, Cerrone Lawler. Who you, who you got? Uh, I got I got Lawler in this one. I yeah. think his boxing is going to be too much for Cerrone, um, but I mean Lawler does need to watch out for Cerrone's you know head kicks, his little his his awkwardness, and that was one thing that I'm not saying Lawler is terrible at, but he doesn't mind getting hit. So like no. that's why I'm kind of like, please, dude, like in this <laughs> in this particular fight, give your opponent a little bit more respect because or credit for that matter, because Cerrone can knock you out. You know he, he can do it. Yeah. For sure he can. But I don't know, man. We'll see. I'm, I'm still picking Lawler, Do you though. think he can knock him out with uh, with hands, or do you think he has to use uh, a head kick? Personally, I think he has to do a head kick. I, okay, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he can't, but I just don't see him landing it flush. I, I agree as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm 100, 110% with yeah. you now. Perfect. I'm, I'm definitely picking Lawler, though. Lawler, you think first, second? I think a decision. Decision? Do you think? Yeah, you think? I think it's gonna go all three rounds. Okay. Yeah, I, I just think he's gonna outbox him, kind of make him timid. I don't think Cerrone's gonna go for broke. He's coming off of a fucking terrible loss against Masvidal and his hometown. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I can't believe that was his last fight. Yeah. yeah. The way that Cerrone fights, he fights like every two weeks. Uh-huh. I mean, he was supposed to fight Lawler what a month ago, but yeah. Still though, like that was his last loss, so or his last fight. His last fight. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll see though. But then again, do you can say the same shit about Law, uh, fucking Lawler because he just got knocked out, lost the belt. Yeah, you can say this, you can say the same. Both but, both guys are coming off trouble troublesome losses. As I said earlier, fucking as if to illustrate my point. As if you, full circle. FC, you bastards! You wow. struck again. Wow, you struck that's a, again. That's an actual thing. It's a pattern for me. They do it, man, all the time, <laughs> all the time. But yeah, um, so moving on. All right, who who we got next? Now we got uh, Christina or Christian Christian Cyborg. Cyborg. We yeah. agreed. We were calling her Cyborg. <laughs> Justino was your last name. Just yeah. All right. So uh, Cyborg. Yeah. So Cyborg. Yeah. Is fighting Tanya Evinger. And uh, the Invictus champion, right? The Invictus, the bantamweight, the bantamweight champion, champion which yeah. means one forty-five, one thirty-five, one thirty-five. Yeah, so she's a one thirty-five pound champion. I guess there isn't enough competition in the one forty-five, the featherweight division of the female, uh, fucking circuit of the UFC of both Invictus and UFC. I guess they just can't really find too much talent. At the 145 range? I guess so, because that's where they ended up getting this chick, or maybe it was right. a name thing. Well, come but on, yeah. ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get some 145ers in there. I know. I'm sure they're out there, man. They just... Yeah. They might just be like... There might just be... You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if the UFC is like gearing up for like an ultimate fighter season, like... 145. We're opening the division, and the winner of this gets to fight Cyborg. Cyborg. Like, great. I get to fight a half robot, half yeah. human fucking machine. Designed to kill. <laughs> I, I think uh, 
based on how we're talking about this being set up, is that we already have yeah. Cyborg winning this pretty handedly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess you can, yeah, you could probably... You could pretty much make... You we, figure out my, we, my pick just yeah. based off of my description. Yeah, like sure. if you still got her being the champion yeah. or being the champion uh, for this Ultimate Fighter reward, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Derek's picking Cyborg. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I think she's just going to be too much, man. Oh, I, yeah. I, I mean, Vanya, she looks like she has a lot of heart. She's been training for over 10 years. She's very fucking... She just looks tough, man. She's Texas born. She's tough. Oh, fuck yeah. She just looks really, really rugged. But um, I just do Cyborg, man. She's just... She's something different. She's like that one... She's like the John Jones of the female division. You know, like... You just can't really compete with her right now. Yeah, she... Just not right now. You know, give it a few more years and she starts to slow down. Her body starts to kind of give away... Then you might have a better chance, but like right now, she reminds me of a of a Vanderlei Silva back when he was in like Pride and like on yeah. steroids and just yeah. barbarically knocking everybody out. Like that's who she reminds me of of the women female division. Dude, she's out there. Oh fuck yeah, man! She's that just she out looks there. Like him. She does right. It's real easy to make the comparison uh-huh. to Vanderlei because she looks like this guy. Oh man, I, he's I can see not that. attractive. She's dude. She's scary. She's scary. She's we met her. Scary. We did. We got to meet her in Vegas. She's surprisingly a lot stockier than I thought she was going to be She's, when I first met her. Yeah, she walks around at about like one ninety. You think? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, she's you can see that like one eighty something, one ninety. She's solid to get down to like what one thirty five. Forty five. I know, she but good. she used to fight at one right at one thirty five. She was fighting at one forty. I think it was like the catch weight. Oh, okay. Because like they couldn't, she couldn't cut any more weight after that or some shit. Dude, I could, I couldn't imagine. She did that down. twice, man. Can you imagine getting down to one thirty or, or excuse me one one forty, like right now? Like I cannot imagine that. That'd be like. That'd be really hard. Yeah, I'd probably I'd be. Needing a hospital. Yeah. I don't know if I can do it. I don't think like, so. Just take the leg. Just take my fucking leg and I'll make 145. Take the leg. <laughs> take the leg and we'll put me in there. Sew that shit back on. <laughs> Dude. Fuck, man. Right. Yeah, I'd, I'd need the towel for sure, mm-hmm. Wayans. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, do uh, Cyborg. I think she's just going to be a little too much. She's going to press forward. Um, her striking... Her forward... Her forward pressure from her striking alone is going to be a little bit more than Vanya's used to in my opinion yeah. especially with um, I mean Cyborg there's a video of her sparring against like this uh, two time Olympic champion in uh, the female boxing world yeah. and she was holding her own dude like the, the boxer was cracking her with the one two but Cyborg was cracking her right back like yeah. it wasn't like she was going anywhere and just based off of, you know, a few of the fights that I watched of Vanya and just her style and watching her hit pads, I can tell she's not <laughs> she's not as a, a fluid of a striker as, as Cyborg is. Like, I think Cyborg can put together, uh, like, a four-punch combination, like, especially, like, going forward is what I'm, what I'm really trying to get at. Yeah. Like, Cyborg walks towards you while punching. So that means you have to walk backwards or you have to hold your ground and either try to evade the punches or absorb them and try to roll with them. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you're going to try to go backwards, which not everybody is accustomed to fighting backwards, fighting while going backwards. So throwing punches are going to be really awkward for you. And then on top of that, you know you're you're going back, so it's just it's easier to lose balance because you're sure. taking backward steps. Sure. So it's you know like you're just you're susceptible to that fucking punch that can put you on your ass. It's not may not 100 percent be because you're getting knocked out. But you're putting yourself in a bad position because now you got cracked. 
you lost your balance because you're walking backwards. Because you're all, yeah. And now your back's against the fucking mat, and Cyborg's just got side control. You know, like, you're not out, but you're like, shit, I'm in a bad place. Bad you know? spot, yeah. And then I, I kind of see that happening. I see her catching her, getting top mount, you know, either side control. She loves that side control, that, that neon belly. Yeah. Where she just, like, fucking rains, rains down a hammer. hammer fist. Ooh. Yeah. She's really good in that position, you know. I see something like that happening, you know. Walking forward, catching her with some punches. Uh, Vanya hitting the mat. Still staying in the fight, though. Yeah, because you said she's I mean, she Texas. Still staying Texas in the fight. Tough. She's tough, dude. Uh, and, she probably is the uh, yeah. younger sister of sorts. Probably. Her <laughs> sister of two older brothers. She knows she got beat up in wrestling. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I, I just see that happening. I see uh, Cyborg getting side control or top mount and then, you know, giving her some punishment. And the referee finally saying, okay, I think I've seen enough. Yeah. And then there you go. How many how many rounds? Or actually, I, put it I, this way, how many minutes do you see this fight going? I was going to say about second round. So Okay. About halfway in the second round, I think the first round is going to be very competitive. I think Vanya is going to be a veteran and hang in there for a little bit, um, but I think she's going to take a lot of damage. And going into the second round, I see Cyborg cat, you know, catching her breath a little bit. She's fighting back in her normal weight class, so I think cardio is not going to be as much of an issue for her as it was back when she was fighting at 140. Okay. She was that much more depleted. Okay. So. I'm I'm gonna go second round. You? Second round. You're you're giving her, I, I believe, seven minutes, seven minutes or something like that. But uh, I'm gonna go with two, two minutes. I think it's two under. I'm gonna set the line at two minutes. Okay. Uh, I don't think that she's ever seen. I don't think just about any woman that's been in the cage has ever seen anything like Cyborg when they get in there with her. I think she's gonna overwhelm her uh, early. Uh, and often, and I do believe she's tough, which is going to get her out of maybe the first flurry or two. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't. I I just see her getting clipped hard early, and uh, like you said, you know, getting into side control or any sort of mount, and raining, and the referee, back. the referee seeing the the quick, you know, uh, the out being outclassed and mm-hmm. just being in, not supposed to being in there with her. Like yeah. not not too many women are capable, I believe. Uh, being in there with Cyborg and not too many. That's uh, very true. I'd like to see her fight Holly Holmes. Uh, I think that would be a great one for Cyborg. Mm. But uh, dude, I think they're building up the 145 pound division. Like I don't want to go back to the Ultimate Fighter season again. Uh, uh, listeners, this, this is all hypothetical. This is this has not been confirmed. Just based off of what the UFC's done in the past, I can see them creating an Ultimate Fighter season where it's all. Women at 145 pounds, which the winner ends up fighting Cyborg for the title. I'm not saying that's official, but that's something I can see happening. But aside from that, Duran Demandepi or whatever the fuck, however you say her last name, she was the 145 pound champion. She beat Holly Holm, which is what reminded me of it when you brought up Holly Holm's name. Right. She she didn't want to defend the title, to which she was stripped from it because she didn't think Cyborg was deserving of a title shot. So. With all that being said, I can see the UFC saying, let's scramble, bring up some women that not everyone's heard of, but that can put up a good show, Mm -hmm. Vanya, and let's give the fans some excitement just from this division, the featherweight division in the UFC now, in the women's, and when Jermaine decides to come back and try to fight for her belt back, it's his big showdown now. All of a sudden, it's Jermaine against Cyborg 
for the fucking title. And Jermaine can say, I never lost a title. Cyborg's like, I've been the champion the whole time. And, you know, yeah, it like, just makes for <clears throat> a, a really compelling story. Yeah, like she didn't, because there, there was that other storyline that she didn't want to fight Cyborg, mm-hmm. you know, well, because of the other reason, like, who would want to fight Cyborg? I wouldn't want to fight Cyborg. I don't want to fight Cyborg. You know what I mean? I don't want to fight it because I'm so afraid that like, when she wins, like, that's going to hurt my ego. Oh, dude, right? <laughs> Oh, I said, "What if she wins?" I'm, dude, she probably will she kick might, my ass. Oh man, I can't, I can't go on record saying that. <laughs> she's, I just can't. She's tough, dude. I she's think you got her too, bro. I think, I think she's gonna give. Yeah, I know she's gonna give me a fight. <laughs> I know that in my heart. And that, that you still think you're gonna pull it off? I, I, I have to. Just like the same thing with a mountain lion, bro. You just got some things you just got to do. I'm still gonna wrestle a bear one day, and I'm gonna show I'm y'all t- I can beat a bear. You can beat a bear. I can out wrestle a fucking bear. Uh, I don't want you to show me, Derek. <laughs> I believe you, bro. Unless it's fucking Winnie the Pooh over there. I don't Either want you I'm to show me. I'm gonna die, or I'm gonna out wrestle no. a bear. <laughs> Here, no, yeah, no. Right. No, I hope we're but, never in that scenario. Yeah, that'd be crazy. But yeah, dude, ah, fuck. Or Cyborg. The, or the mountain lion scenario. Yeah, seriously. I was kind of thinking the scenario of fighting Cyborg, because I'm like, I don't want to be in a position to fight Cyborg. It'd be cool to spar with her. Yeah, for sure. But I'm talking about, like, it would never, ever, ever happen. But, like, a televised event, like, you against Cyborg. Right. That would never happen. That but, would never happen. I would never want to be in that position, even if it did fucking come up. I, yeah, there's a, yeah. It's like, what, what am I going to gain it's awkward. from that? Yeah. It's just awkward. Even though it's she, like, you got to respect mm-hmm. it as like a professional athlete. Yeah. But you know, <clears throat> oddly enough, I think I would fear her more um, outside of the ring as opposed to in the ring. Because like, I think she's the type of fighter that like, if outside, you're at a bar. Derek, outside the ring, you can't hit her. I get that. But I'm saying, what if you're at a bar and you get into a fight... And then with this dude, and you knock him out, and all of a sudden his girlfriend walks his girlfriend up. Girlfriend comes. It's fucking cyborg. cyborg. <laughs> Need what do you do? Do you fight? Can you? Are you allowed? I don't think you can. Ladies, ladies, I don't listeners, think you can. are you allowed to fight cyborg? Have you ever seen her fight? Go Google her, and then comment on whatever yeah. form you can, and be like, are you allowed to fight this woman if she fights you? If she, she if she starts kicks, swinging at you, she just leg kicks the shit. Oh, you. dude! Bow! I would welcome Shin the leg bone kick compared crash, crashes against your thigh. Oh, I just don't want to get knocked out by. Ass, dude. I don't want to get fucking clipped. I'm sure she's the type of a fighter that would pick up a chair and just smash it across oh, your back. Oh man! But yeah, yeah, I don't want. She's tough, dude. So I, you kind of have to. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think she would beat up most most fucking male featherweights I think there are a lot of featherweights like in the male division that Cyborg can actually out out fucking class too you think the 145ers 145ers yeah I mean off the top of my head I can't really think of a few yeah I mean if I were I mean I would pick somebody like um, like a mainstream guy like um like uh no that's actually that's Bantam I was thinking Bruce Leroy uh Alex Caceres Alex Caceres is he 135 or 45 He's, he fights like 135, I'm pretty sure. He's a, he's, oh, okay. he's a thin dude. He's, yeah. He's a, he's was, a little guy. I can see him getting beat up by a Cyborg. I can see Cyborg <laughs> throwing it, yeah. Classing that motherfucker. But yeah. So, yeah. dude, she's, she's very talented. And then I, obviously, like, these are all jokes. You know, we're just joking around. But I think I'm she does serious. have that. I, I'm I, just I, I do think she does have that side of her where she can compete with male or female you know yeah, I mean? she like does. she's, she's I, I fucking she does. she's strong dude she's definitely strong I believe the person she's facing also uh, she she was on record saying she spars or oh, good uh, train, girls, trains yeah. with guys and girls so it's just yeah. a mixed mix bag and that's mm-hmm. I think that's awesome I think so too 
But, I really uh, do. But I, again, I'm picking Cyborg. Yeah, hand, you, handedly. Yeah, for sure. So co-main event. Uh, now so we're getting another, into another, another title. title <clears throat> is um, Tyron Woodley against Damian Maya. Damien the backpack. The backpack. Maya. <laughs> I like it. Is that? I think we're coining that. Yeah, I, I hope so, dude. I, I, I've never heard anyone say that. Mm-mm. Uh, so, listeners, Damien Maya is this uh, world champion jujitsu uh, practitioner that dude. is also a savage mixed martial artist. Yeah. Um, he's known. I mean, obviously, his jujitsu is what he's known for. But his his like his best move is the rear naked choke, which is when you take somebody's back, you get you get both of your legs in, and you hook their uh, your opponent's legs from the back, and uh, you pretty much flatten them out, and you choke them until they mm-hmm. decide to tap or they take a little nap. Mm-hmm. So Damian Maya is an expert at strangling people. Yeah, he's a strangler. Like he's got that kind of feel, and it's not something that you can really be taught. It's something that you have to learn from experience because it's a feeling thing. Like you can't set a, you can't just tell somebody a blueprint on how to choke someone because yeah, on paper this is how it's supposed to go down, but in the actual moment, the person that's about to be choked is doing everything they can to prevent that from happening. So they they might mm-hmm. present something that you didn't anticipate. So it's a feel thing. So Damian Maya is so skilled that even the most skilled fighters in his division are getting strangled by this man. Mm-hmm. Like he's like they have all the training in the world, and they have probably just not maybe not just as the, just the same amount of mat time, but and by mat time I mean like training jujitsu on the mat, kind of like hours clocked in, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're no slouches, man. And if they're getting caught, that just goes to show you how good this motherfucker and, is. And this is like his main aspect of his game, right? I mean, it's like it's like you... his he has more wins by that move. It's like. Ronda Rousey's armbar right. is Damian Maya's rear naked choke. And, but it's like, that, that's what, uh, speaking to your point, like these people are no slouches and mm-hmm. they know who they're fighting. It's not like they're getting surprised with Damian mm-hmm. Maya, like what he's bringing to the table. So it's like, to, to kind of like know what's coming and not be able to stop it still is like, to me, incredibly impressive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what is he on? Riding like a seven win streak? Seven, seven fight win, win seven streak. Seven fight win yeah. streak. I think only one of those wins is by decision. All the, the other ones the, are by actual finish. The Masvidal fight by, Masvidal by decision. by split decision, yeah. Yeah, but the rest were yeah. submission, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, he's... Uh, yeah, got he, was, he was fighting on 185 before he went down to 170. So, And his only loss at 170, to my knowledge, is against um, Jake Shields. Huh. He lost a decision fight against Jake Shields. Decision? Yeah. How, so, how did Shields beat him? Uh, but he just out... I, in my opinion, Shields lost the first two rounds, and then he ended up winning the next three. Oh. And then he ended up winning just by points. But it was two jiu-jitsu guys going at it. And that just go that dude, that just tells you what kind of a badass Jake Shields is, because he fought Maya in his game and Maya had his back. And Shields huh. did the uh the hula hoop, as I believe is what they call it. And it's when Dude, dude um, tell me about the hula hoop. I believe it's called the hula hoop. Um and it's when the person has you in a body triangle. Okay. So, um, for listeners, it's whenever you have somebody's back, and then uh, your leg, one of your leg, for this sake, we'll say your right leg, your right leg wraps around your opponent's back, and then you, with your left leg, you close down the foot, 
And um, I don't know if I'm doing it justice. I it's kind of hard to well, explain. It's like you're using your right leg kind of like uh, across like their a, stomach, right? Across their stomach. As so it's like, like a, a belt line. Like a belt thing. line. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's going across their belt line. Yeah. yeah. Going horizontally across the body mm-hmm. and then the other leg tightens, comes down on the ankle. It like locks it and in. locks like, it in. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously th- this game is something that you have to see as opposed to here. Yeah. But that. it's... Yeah. I'm all, it's like this, and okay. it's like this, yeah, right. and then, oh, no, that doesn't help our listeners. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so whenever, so what he did, so Damian Maya had his back, and he had the body triangle, and the, the, the hula hoop is whenever you, um, you, you grab one side of the, of the leg, and mm-hmm. then you, in one motion, you pull it all around, and you do like this twerking motion, like okay. you twist, and you actually spin them around you. Oh, okay. And it's like it's like this defense. It's gonna get real intimate. Yeah, pretty, pretty fast. Yeah, then, based on that, what I'm yeah. imagining. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, have and some, then pretty some much what that is. The just... chest. <laughs> is what I'm picking. Yeah, right. I mean, kind of. Well, he, um, Damien had his back, and then Jake, Jake was standing up. So it was uh, like one of those things where he like didn't want to get strangled first off, and second oh, off, yeah. he's like, I want to get him. I want to get Damien Maya's back to the mat as opposed to mine. Touche. So yeah, he, got I mean, it. he spun shit. him around and spun then him around. Yeah, like slammed him down. The, kind of the, thing. the technique he used for that, I believe, is called the hula hoop. I, that sounds. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Because of you know the way it goes the, around. The, yeah, it makes sense, dude. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, but that's his only loss at 170. So he's going up fighting a fucking athlete in Tyron Woodley, dude. Yeah. What a fucking athlete Monster. this guy is. He's a scary guy. He came in and blitzed uh blitz Woodley, which I think we both said was his only avenue to uh success mm-hmm. in that fight was to blitz him. I know I know you uh picked Lawler to win that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. But he said I think you agreed though that his only avenue was was to finish him early. Mm-hmm. But he he did that and uh I mean it just kind of shows you the kind of power that this guy Woodley has yeah and uh super athletic super explosive um and I think he's gonna implore the same strategy as he did um with Lawler I don't think he wants us to go later Mm-mm. I think he uh I don't think he wants to get tired at all and make a mistake in a five round fight with Maya and then because all it takes is one time for Maya to get Woodley's back and I think that'll be all she wrote mm-hmm so I think he has to go out there and end this one early as well. Yeah. And I think it'll be a first-round knockout um, for Woodley. Do you think Maya's going to take us back at some point? No. Because if I, if I thought that, then I would say Maya's going to win the fight. If mm-hmm. that's I, I, So you're saying if Maya gets Woodley's back, there's a almost for-sure chance that he's putting him asleep. The only... I mean... Because he's Woodley's so strong yeah. that I think uh, he might be able to get away with it. But uh, if he gets it in his back, like say in this third round, fourth round, fifth round, and uh, that those like you guys have ta- told me before, when you when you're really big and athletic and have all that muscle to carry around in it's the fight, breathe. it's got to breathe, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna wear down. And I I just he won't have that same sort of explosion to get out of a submission if if Maya. Um, can can get his back say in the third can last uh to the third round and then take his back then because i think if he does make it through the first two rounds and gets it towards the later part of the third i think he'll take his back and then yeah. then win i don't i don't see this fight going to a decision I, I don't see i don't see it going five rounds i mean it's a smart move uh listeners for those of you that do not know this 
Um, Damian Maya was actually looking at competing later on in the year because he had some personal things to attend to. Mm-hmm. And uh, Woodley said that he wanted to fight sooner. And being the champion, you have that right to pull that card of like, well, I'm the champion and I want to fight uh, yeah. to, you know, next month. So take the shot or don't take the title shot. Right. And Damian Maya obviously was put in a situation where he had to make a fucking decision. Yeah. And he chose, all right, I'll take the fight in what he said, five weeks, I think he said, right? He had a five week notice. Yeah, five week notice. On yeah. This. So he four, had a four week training camp and then fight week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which is not much, man. No. Especially somebody that's 37 years old. He said that he's used to a 10 week training camp. Mm-hmm. So, so cut I mean, that in half. Cut it, got it. Yeah, half the time. Got to cut it. <laughs> for the biggest fight of your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not really mm-hmm. fair to him, but the credit to him that he took it. He took it. And sometimes. You gotta take that risk. When op- when opportunity knocks, you know you kind of you gotta answer answer the bell a little bit, and uh, he's he's doing it to his credit. And mm-hmm. it's a gamble, man. It, it comes down to a gamble, and he took that chance. So yeah, but I mean, it, it makes, could it could pay out. He could win. It makes sense for all parties involved for me, because uh, yeah, the UFC too. I think really needed to to add that that title fight to this card mm-hmm. in order to make it like. Get that true buzz that it, that it needs because I think yeah. the UFC kind of needs a win. Uh, it hasn't really had a a real dynamite card mm-hmm. I think so far this year. Um, I just hope that it stays up and Jones doesn't test positive for that's the thing. Something if it was if it was just Jones versus Cerrone doesn't Cormier, get sick. <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly. We've had we had some letdowns here with the mm-hmm. with with some names on this card. So. And it's all on this card, like it's yeah. The names that, you know, like the Lawler didn't fight Cerrone because Lawler had some sort of issue with his head. And then they were supposed to, they, they re-picked his, uh, they, they rescheduled the fight. Then, uh, then then when they rescheduled the fight, Cerrone had some sort of like something issue with his blood work mm-hmm. where he couldn't fight. And that got pulled again. That, that got scrapped again. Uh, we all know the story against Jones and Cormier. Like... Jeez. Cormier got hurt first. Jones got tested positive for cocaine the second time. Now they're fighting, you know, <laughs> hit and runs. Yeah, yeah, hit and runs and all this other shit. There's a lot of um, yeah. It's just it's interesting. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully this um this fight Ho- card. Hopefully Saturday goes ho- off without a hitch. Hopefully it holds up, dude, so dude. we can actually see it. Hopefully It'll be we really can. Cool. Hopefully we can. Uh, all this analyst wasn't for uh, for like. <laughs> We, we we talk about a fight in depth, and then all of a sudden, like the fight gets pulled. Like I think we've talked about the Lawler mm-hmm. uh, Cerrone uh, fight in depth, and then it yeah. just gets pulled from the card. And we're That's like, well, true. Fuck. Well, so, dude, my 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 pick still stands. I'm getting Lawler in this one. Damn, it's gonna be a good fight. My, who you got in the the Woodley uh, Maya fight? Oh yeah, actually, okay. I don't I know if you ever, about that. I don't, I don't think know I did. If you ever I don't put think in I did. a final. We got to get all these on record. I know. So seriously, we can go back one um, day. We're gonna comb all of our <laughs> all of our previous podcasts yeah. and see what we said about certain fights. I think it'd be hilarious. Like, yeah. like I oh, didn't know what the hell I was talking about. Clearly, I was wrong on uh, that one. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going. I. Man, Uh-oh. I really Uh-oh. want jiu-jitsu, Maya to win. Jiu-jitsu, yeah. yeah, as a jiu-jitsu man, I was going to say, I know you, I'm gonna your go heart's got to be with Maya on this one. Yeah, I'm going to have to go for Maya. I think Maya's going to pull it off. Um, he is older. Uh, yeah, wow. He's older, but technique and experience, man, I think that goes a long way. You're right. He's not going to finish it in the first round, but I can see him eventually taking down Woodley. Um, he's taken down people like Chell Sonnen before. You know, he's taken down... Uh, fucking everybody, dude. Every everyone that every single person that he's fought, he's taken them down. So I don't think this is going to be any different. It's just a matter of not taking any damage in between that takedown. 
Yeah. You know, so when you're on the mat, you're sharp. You're there. You're not yeah. like trying to shake off a fucking overhand right from Woodley that damn right. near knocked you out. <laughs> Dude, I think if Woodley lands an overhand right, he's going night night. <laughs> he could. He's going me knees. <laughs> he could. He he very well could. But I think Maya's gonna hang in there. I think he's gonna pull off the submission. Um and we're gonna see a fucking a cool story. You know, we're gonna see a older a guy older jujitsu specialist come back and just takes over the championship yeah. belt, man. Just win, dude. Just I win. think he's gonna be asleep on the canvas early, mm-hmm. but I'm also I'm I'm rooting for him to win, dude. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be really cool. He's a really nice guy. Like from like Dana White said, like there's if you don't like Damian Damian Maya, there's something wrong with you. He just seems like just a genuine fucking master of jujitsu. Yeah, genuine so guy. That's just yeah. You know he. I can strangle you. Yeah, I, I could I could make you go to sleep, but yeah. uh, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Shitty Brazilian accent. Mm-hmm. I'm sure GSP is also rooting for Damian Maia to win because oh, he doesn't want to have to we deal. We talked about that. Yeah, did, G- yeah, GSP gets the winner. He doesn't want to deal with Tyrod. No Woodley. part. He doesn't want to deal with him. No part. Who do? Who would want to fight Tyrod Woodley? Uh, I I mean, who is it? Tyrod or Tyron? Tyron. Anyways, who would want to fight that man? Is what I'm saying. Is not uh, too many people, man. you know what I mean? Yeah, not, that's there's not, not too people. not too many. Guys that would actually probably, you know, I'd be a little intimidated to fight. And that, that, would, that would be... He'd be one of them. That would be one of them. He's on the list. Him and, uh, mm-hmm. what's it called? The uh, fucking... That other special... He just fought Yoel Romero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would Soldier be... Soldier of God. He would be a, a fucking... Dude, I would not want to take an explosive jumping knee from that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's yeah. a scary man. Um, yeah, Woodley against GSP would be a really intriguing fight. I think Woodley's just a faster version of Johnny Hendricks, and Johnny Hendricks gave GSP a lot of trouble. Yeah. So I can that see that power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see Woodley really being a really bad fight for GSP. You make him retire right right <clears throat> away again. Mm-hmm. So Damian Maya would be an easier fight on paper. You know, we just have to worry about one thing. Mm-hmm. And he's no slouch on the mat. He can just keep it standing. But you're going against a guy that could knock you out, and he can <clears throat> keep the fight up if he wants to, or take you down if he wants to. It's a different mindset. It's a, it's, it's interesting. You know who you got in that one? GSP against a Woodley. Yeah, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves here, listeners. We are, but you know what? GSP, in my opinion, is the best tactician fighter I've ever seen. So I'd have to go with GSP. I think he'd come up with a really good game plan. And he's an expert. I mean, I'm talking about like the best when it comes to sticking to that game plan and pulling it off, you know. Mm -hmm. Not being clouded by anything. Not like saying, oh, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then get hit and like, oh, fuck the game plan. I'm just going to try to hit him back. Yeah, You know, he's not that kind of person. Where I've seen Woodley... I've seen Woodley get get outclassed. You know, Jake Shields beat him up. Uh, Roy McDonald beat him up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that was by people that were better strikers and that were able to keep the fight standing. So I think GSP is one of those guys that can do that. But I still think Damian Maia would be an easier fight. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, yeah. I, I think I think GSP wins that fight, though. Okay. I do. I, I think he wins that fight more, more times than, than not. 
Like if they fought ten times, I think Jesus people would win. Six or seven. I was going to say six or seven. Yeah, six or seven. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, dude, we'll see. Hmm. All right. So, officially, for the Maya, or excuse me, the the Woodley GSP, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go Woodley, man. I'm just Mm -hmm. a believer in his explosiveness. Um, And I'm also thinking, I'm giving Father Time a little bit of credit here, that that GSP's mind's not exactly in it. And also... Yeah, maybe he wants money, or I'm not sure. I'm not sure what he's doing. But I'm not. Sh- I'm unclear what his motivations are. But I know he wanted to fight Bisbing, which I, to me, think is a much easier fight yeah. than Woodley. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll be curious to see if he takes the contract if uh, if Woodley wins. And Dana White's already made made record saying, "Hey, GSP's going to fight the winner of this fight." So I mean, I don't know. I, uh, I I'd be curious to see if he takes it if mm-hmm. Woodley Woodley does win because uh, yeah he like you said he did not like it when he fought a hard hitting guy like Johnny Hendricks and Woodley mm-hmm. hits fucking hard yeah he does so and he's he's way more explosive and way more athletic than Johnny Hendricks so I, so too. I just think like you said it's a tough tough matchup for mm-hmm. him and to come out of retirement for that as uh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't sound fun, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, and I just I don't know. I think ring rust is a thing for everybody besides maybe Dominic Cruz. Yeah. So and maybe John Jones, but I still maintain he didn't look good against Ovin St. Peru. And if that same John Jones shows up against DC, he's in, in trouble. Night. Yeah, he's gonna be in some trouble. DC's gonna land that head kick. Bow. Mm-hmm. When that- he lands that head kick, we fucking. I'll rewind to this moment, and I'll be like, I told you. I fucking called it. I know it. I wasn't saying it was going to happen, but I did say but it might. But I put it in the universe. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I said it might happen. Mm-hmm. It has to be good. I mean, it's going to be a good fight card, so I'm looking forward to it. I hope um, so. What was that? It was a text message, I believe. Mm. That's, a late, that's a late night. We're burning the midnight oil here, listeners. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, listeners. This is a uh, first podcast in a long time where we did it in the dead of night. In the, yeah, the in dead. In the dead of night. Or the wake of morning. We are here while you're sleeping. <laughs> singing to them, dude. No, I'm not singing nothing. I'm serenading the listeners right now. You're welcome, listeners, in advance for That's not right. singing on this podcast <laughs> because I have the worst voice on and, this side of the Mississippi. And you're welcome for singing. Because I killed it. That mm-hmm. song is definitely going to be the catchphrase. Songbird of our generation. <laughs> That's right. Um, did we cover all the fights? I think we got all the main event. Yeah, we did. We For did. sure. So the breakdown. What are your picks? Just name them off. All right. I'm going old old Jimmy. Old Jimmy. Old Jim Bone. How? I'm going to do it by knockout. Okay. Uh, God, I kind of wanted to take that. In. I feel like. I kind of want to hear your picks first so I can see which one I'm going to differ on. Because <laughs> I want to differ on the couple just to make it interesting. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I'll go Jim Bone. Uh, then I got, let's see, then I got Robbie Lawler. Then I got Cyborg as my lock, stone cold lock of the century. <laughs> uh, and then I got <laughs> uh, Woodley. And then I... Picked John Jones. I flip flopped, but I, I decided to land on John Jones. Okay, I, I got. Um, I'm, I'm flip flop again. I'm not sure on that one. 
I got Manua by TKO. Uh, I got Robbie Lawler by Decision. I got Cyborg Santos by Second Round TKO. Damian Maya by Third Round Rear Naked Choke. There we go. We got something we differ on. And um, I'm gonna go for John Jones too, man. I just I, I can't. Yeah. I was I was gonna play Devil's Advocate and go for Daniel yeah. Cormier right there. I, sorry, I'm gonna. But I just can't. See, that's why I thought we we agreed on so many that uh, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna change my Manua uh, okay pick and I'm gonna take that. The young, scrappy uh, Swedish kid. Volkan. Volk, whatever. I don't think he's young, but... Uh, he's from Switzerland, though, so you know he's tough. He's tough and unbiased. That's right. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, I just think that in a knockout artist type of thing, he's got to punch his chance to mm-hmm. win, and I think... He's got one loss. He's got only one loss, and one I think... Loss, I, yeah. I, I know I've seen Jim... Oh, ten, Jim ten by knockout. Well, you know, lose a fight or two before, mm-hmm. so... Uh, Old Jimmy Jim Jim, dude, he got TKO by uh, Alexander Gustafson. Yeah. So anybody can knock him out. Anybody, exactly. Because <laughs> that's what that means, right? I think so. I think that's the translation. That's the Pythagorean that theorem on that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude. Uh, old Jimmy. He's probably. I think that he's. I think the the other thing is that he's probably overlooking this known, seemingly a no namer, uh, and he's like, well, I could fight this no namer. As the opening part of the main card, or I could fight Daniel Cormier for the title. Please, John Jones, fuck up, because he knows that that's part of why he's on the card. So maybe a subtlety of uh, overlooking the opponent, mm. and uh, that's that's why I'm I'm going to change my pick and make it a little interesting. So we'll have uh, three fights we agree on and two we do not. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm definitely cool with that. All right, and uh, to make it interesting, the, uh... let's not bet anything. For sure. <laughs> uh, who's the uh, who's like the wild card? Like who's the one underdog in this fight that you didn't pick that you think can pull it off? Um, let's see here. I mean, I I believe in Damian Maya too. I think he has an avenue to success, and I, I see Donald Cerrone too uh, potentially pulling off a you know a similar awesome it's combo. Tough though, right? Because there's a lot of them. A few like the names that are on that list are fucking. St- Stud, yeah. yeah, they're studs. Cormier, like who do you? Yeah. Who's like uh, my losers are you know Cormier, Maya, and fucking uh, Cerrone. Donald Cerrone. Yeah. Like a lot of wins on those on that resume uh-huh. on those. You know what I mean? So Fuck it's yeah. like it's who, who uh, pull it off though. Like who do you think has a better chance? DC, I think. DC. Yeah, that was my I, I did flip flop on that fight, so yeah. I'm gonna have to go with DC. I forgot about him, yeah. and since uh, yeah, I'm rooting for him the most. I'm gonna go for. Uh, I'm gonna go for Tanya. I think she's yeah? the one that's most likely. Holy shit! I think she's the one that's most likely to on win. And I'm. <laughs> oh, bet I, I changed my statement. I want to bet. That's my stone cold lock. She's the one that can pull it off, man. She can go out there and surprise Cyborg. She she's probably having the stake right fucking now. Probably dude. the stake right she's now. She's up right now, 2 a.m. in Anaheim, California, just just eating a steak, eating a T-bone steak, a tomahawk a steak, tomahawk. with a baked potato. Sour cream on the side because you know she's, she's trying, got, still trying she's to watch. She's still got to make weight. She's got to make weight. <clears throat> um, she's weighing at one forty-five though, so she's like, yeah, "Fuck dude. it, yeah, I'm gonna dude. have a steak, man. Fucking steak, sweet nigga. potato, some vegetables, you know, a little bit of oil and vinegar." I mean, right. I'm actually fucking, getting kind of hungry, bro. Yeah, it's getting pretty fucking. It got real there for a yeah. second. Some olive oil, a little bit I of butter on that potato. Absolutely destroy that right now. Mm, sounds great, and that steak. And go ahead. I don't, and throw I, don't, this. I don't think we've talked about the steak enough. 
Go ahead and throw the sour cream on the potato for me. There you go. Because I'm, oh, I'm not making weight. I'm getting hungry. But yeah, so I'm I'm going uh, Tanya. I think uh, I think she can go out there and su- she could, she could potentially go out there and surprise surprise Cyborg with you know a punch. I will of some give sort. you whatever kind of odds you want <laughs> on that one, my friend. <laughs> oh man, I just wanted to have another one that was different. Okay, I was like, because I, I know you're smiling. I can't yeah. tell sometimes when you're joking. Yeah, dude. Uh, no, I think, uh, and all, all joking aside, I think Cerrone has the best chance of pulling yeah, off an upset. Okay, all right. I mean, you're going DC. I'll go Cerrone, and like that's one that I can like, actually get behind. Okay. I think he could pull it off just because he is he's tricky. Yeah. He's got tricky kicks and knees and talk about you know he's fucking really good on the ground. Like I don't think he gets enough credit on the ground. Cause he goes, he, I mean, he submitted some badasses. Charles Oliveira submitted him on the ground. Oh shit. Yeah, dude, just took him out. You know. He um, who else did he submit? He submitted. Um, I mean, Edson Barboza is not known for a submission game, but he went, a, went to the mat, choked him out. Big name. Yeah, went to the mat, choked him out. So that's smart to go to the mat. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want to stand with Barboza. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so I, I definitely got Cerrone as the as my uh, the wild card of the of the week. I think he can go out there and. Possibly pull off a win. Definitely, you know? he's definitely a gamer, man. He's, I'll give him. He's gonna I know he's going to go out there. He's going to be there. He's going to be in his face for sure. He's going to try. But yeah, so so wrapping this bitch up. Let's wrap this bitch up, bro. All right. Hour twenty, not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Actually, not bad for two guys in a bedroom. Yeah, too bad. Ugh, that actually uh, sounded weird. Two guys, one microphone, having and some fun. One one fight card. One fight card. Boom. But yeah. Uh, so, listeners, um, I don't know if you checked out last week's episode, but I want to give another shout out to my boy Justin Garrett. Dude, a lot of fun, but uh, thanks again for coming out. Really I, enjoyed it. I'm giving that one the. I think we've talked about. It. I think that was our best one. It was the most fun listening to. That's it. what I mean. Not yeah. the best one, but yeah. that was I. I uh, mm-hmm. LOL'd, if you will. I yeah, I had a lot of great. Yeah, there there are a lot of funny moments in that one, dude. A lot of good memories. Um, I just think it was the funnest one to listen to afterwards, and then we went on that bike ride afterwards, and That's that was true. a lot of fun too. Beers, beers so, tasted pretty sweet after fuck, that. Fuck, because you weren't you earned it. Yeah, you know you went and you earned that beer as opposed to just I'm gonna drive, mm-hmm. park, get a beer, or better yet, Uber, Lyft, yes, yeah, <laughs> Lyft or Uber. We do not um, condone the first. We don't. Part. That's why I was like, wait a minute, let me uh, yeah. let me re- let me retract my statement <laughs> mm-hmm. and tell a different story here. Um, lift or lift Uber. to the nearest, uh, you know, pub mm-hmm. and have yourself a couple of pints. It's a lot better to bike right there, though. Yeah. I had a great time, dude. So, uh, listeners, after the podcast, we went down to a uh, an outdoor mall down uh, down from where from where we live. I won't say the name um, for those stalkers out there. They're gonna be watching us. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't want cool. you to know our secret hangout spots, man. Because then you know. Gonna be over there following me and shit. Beating him off with a wiffle ball bat. That's right. <laughs> I don't want to get to that point, man. I know, me neither. <laughs> no, so we uh, we drove, we uh, rode our bikes down to this uh, this place, and we had some lunch, had a couple of pints of beer, shared a lot more laughs, and it was just a really fun yeah, fun experience. It was a fun time. It was a great time, dude. So that was definitely like one of the one of the most fun I've had while podcasting. It was great. Um, but yeah, so listeners, please check out that episode. Uh, the episode before that was um, entitled Cocktails, Spirits, and Bars. And uh, we had some great guests on too. Thanks again, Andrew Sendez. Um, 
Matt Roadhouse Rodick and uh, Chris Raba for coming on. I know Michael and I had a great time mm-hmm. on that one. Had, had learned a lot. A lot. Learned, learned a lot, you know. Um, and uh, had some good beer, too, while we were doing it, which, yeah. was, which was fun. Yes, sir. But, yeah, so uh, next week. Uh, what's next week? Next week is episode 28. I don't yeah. know if there's a scheduled guest yet. I'm going to look into that. I thought I did. but I'm pretty right sure now, you I'm, you, See, right now, like, I'm... about I'm, it before. Yeah, but. I'm, like, half asleep right now, yeah, so now it's, it's kind of like, hard to, it, like... like, 2 a.m. for us now? It's, yeah, 2 a.m. exactly. Yeah, we Is it really? Certain, yeah, it is, exactly. Yeah, I pulled that one out of my ass. It's 2.02, 2.03 now, but, okay. yeah. Well, I... Yeah, so I, I'm a little tired, so, like, my mind isn't really firing as clearly as I want it to mm-hmm. as far as remembering, but I think we do have a, a, a guest lined up sh- for next week. Told me before but, um, but yeah, so episode 28 will be coming Absolutely. out next week. Um, stay tuned. But um, I think, uh, Mike, Mike, you brought up this really cool point. Um, oh. My birthday is going to be falling on the same week as, as episode 30. As episode 30. Yeah, you turn 30 as the podcast turns I, I 30. I want to double check that, but I think it's right. Well, because your, your birthday is a few weeks away, right? This is 27, and yeah. and I think we just got a few. I'm not sure what day your birthday falls on, but uh, that'd be interesting. So let's see. Uh, episode 28 is next week. 28 is next week. Episode 29. Shit. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll be on the 16th. Am I that the day before my 30th birthday? The day, so the podcast turns 30 the day before you turn 30. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. There that you go, listeners. Fucking crazy. Fucking as if it was meant to be. It, I think it was. It's and weird. It, how I'm gonna it, run with it. You got over thirty. It's definitely fucking meant to be. Any uh, any uh, any plans know. for that podcast, my friend? I don't know, buddy. Um, I'm definitely gonna be. It might. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm gonna keep everyone in suspense. But what comes to mind is just a podcast about the experience. You know, kind of like what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But I like I like to make it fun too. So we'll 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 see, but um, man, the day before I turned thirty—that's just funny how that worked out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so stay tuned, listeners. So we're gonna be uh, we're gonna have some fun in the uh, upcoming podcast. Um, episode thirty will be the day before my thirtieth birthday. Milestone podcast. Yeah, very milestone very milestone birthday. Yeah, that's a good. That's already a good title. That's a that's a working title right there. Working title. There we and go. That's like the main choice. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the fucking best choice. And that's all you can vote on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll definitely um, we'll let you know, listeners, in case we do uh, we have any um, special guests on. But next week, I'm sure we'll have someone on next week. Um, it's just right now, I can't think of who that might be. But it's yeah, like it'll be somebody fun. big, like yeah. Beyonce or something. I think she's stopping by. We. We we got in contact with her people. They're yeah. still it's still pending. Well, she called me just like an, like an hour. Oh, ago. she hit you back. Yeah, finally. Beyonce right. finally called me back, and then I picked up the phone and I said, "Hey, I'll call you back in five minutes." And that was like yeah. two hours ago. I make you know, her. Wait. I got I got shit to do. Yeah, shit. Dude. You know, yeah. I got a lot of things going on in my life. I to record this podcast. And I can't exactly, <laughs> and I can't stand around talking to Beyonce dude, of all people. I know she's such a linger. It's like she has something to say that's going to capture my interest. You know. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> nah. Nah. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Um, Beyonce, if you're listening, I'd love to have you on. Yeah, I'm right. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Totally joking, Beyonce. That'd, um, be, that'd be fucking hilarious. You get a fucking letter from Beyonce. Right. That'd be great. I am so offended that yeah. I'm actually going to join goes, your fucking podcast. I am one. I was actually, she's like, I listen to you guys all the time. I can't believe you. Yeah, right. <laughs> you lost a fan. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, um, fantastic. 
Yeah, so uh, next week we'll, we'll have someone fun. And then, probably uh, won't have Beyonce on next probably week. Probably not Beyonce. Probably I, not. I think it's safe to assume. Safe to assume it's yeah. not going to be her. So that narrows yeah. down the list. Yeah, there we go. There we go. But either way, man, uh, another fun except, uh, episode. So I can't even talk <laughs> anymore. Just, yeah, we're I, t- can't even, tired. I can't do it. I'm just so tired. <laughs> um, another fun episode. Of Long Winded Spiel, episode 27. 27. 27. Fuck yeah, bro. Turning and burning. Just getting them out there. Getting them done. Getting them done. Having fun, too. Yeah, having like, fun I don't, while doing it. I don't it. even want to stop, but I know I nah, should because probably, I'm probably going to say some more stupid shit. We'll start slurring. Yeah, I'll start and, slurring. And we're not even drinking. I'll start making jokes that aren't even funny and don't even pertain to what we're talking about. I thought that's just what we even... were supposed to do on this podcast. <laughs> just <laughs> know, make right? unfunny jokes. That's what going, I've been doing the entire time. I know, time. right? I mean, yeah. That's, you know what? That is what we're doing. I'm just going to accept it. It's 100% what we're doing. All right. Except they're kind of funny. I, I laugh at them. I'm having a good time with them. I don't give a shit. I enjoy them. If, hopefully you do too, listeners. Yeah, hopefully I mean, you guys are having a good time. Hopefully you're enjoying it for sure. If not, you're laughing but, at um, us or with us, whatever, man. Just yeah. get, a, get a laugh out. Cause, Thank you for listening. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Dude. Um, but yeah, so uh, this coming Saturday, man, UFC 214. Mm-hmm. Headliner, John Jones against Daniel Cormier. Oof. Uh, Damian Maya against Tyron Woodley, Donald Cerrone against uh, Robbie Lawler, uh, Cyborg against. Um, Ooh, this will be tough. This late Justino at night. Justino against Vanya Wellington or something like that. The Texan. Go Texas. Go Texas. <laughs> I think it's Wellington or some shit. Am I wrong? Uh, Vanya Evinger. Damn it! I that's said tough. Wellington. That's tough, man. I was this way late off. at night, I even said, "I was like, this one." I'm just happy I got Vanya. I was like, "This one's gonna be tough for you." I this said, time "Vanya, night. it's Tanya." I yeah. got that wrong. I gave You're myself thinking credit. Vanya. You're I, thinking Vanya. Yeah. Shout out Vanya Gonzalez. Yeah, I, well, I don't know what, who's that. That was our old boss. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, okay. I think the, I think her last name's Gonzalez. The la- I didn't know her last name, which is why I think the it's her G- our old uh, OG the old GM. GM. Yeah. yeah. But no, Tanya. So I got that wrong. And uh, Jimmy Manua against Volcan. So, a great fucking lineup. And again, that's just the main card that's on pay-per-view. There's actually a fight card on um, on Fox and one on UFC Fight Pass. And that has a great fucking lineup on it, too. So, uh, stay tuned on that. And those fights are for free. You might as well take advantage of that, listeners. I know for I sure. am. For sure, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's going to be a great time, man. But either way... Um, any shout outs anything any what are you doing oh just i just uh, also had a birthday uh so Let's shout talk about out that for a second yeah man oh dude i'm too hung over to talk about that one because it was yesterday mm-hmm. and uh uh yeah it was a fucking fun time but uh i'm also on the middle of a little staycation right now uh i got yesterday off today off and tomorrow so i'm just yeah. uh, recharging the battery and uh and getting ready to finish off summer strong at my new job, and uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, happy birthday again, man! Oh, dude, my, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for thanks for all the presents, man. I'm yeah. I'm actually rocking my new uh, my burgundy shirt right now, and uh, yeah, so thank you very much, bro. You got it, brother, and the sure. shorts were badass too. Yeah, had some fun. Um, for sure, Ben. Um, comedy show at the Moose Den this coming Sunday. Oh yeah, man! Uh, sponsored by Sudwork Brewery. I'm gonna be uh, be heading out to that one. I, I really believe. hope so, man. I'm trying to get a good crowd out there because, like, I'm really trying to, I'm really yeah. trying to make this a thing, dude. I mean, but, comedians um, are hilarious. Yeah, man, it's a great show every time, and that's you know, uh, listeners, if um, if you ever thought about possibly joining one of the comedy shows at the Moose Stand, I say do it. I mean. 
I, I, I get it. There's like a stigma out there where like, oh, bar comedy shows at bars, probably not that great. You know, it's going to yeah. be a terrible lineup. Not that many people. I promise you the comedians are hilarious. Yeah, I was going to say. Drink specials are great. Craft beer, craft cocktails. So it's not like you're getting, you know, Bud Light or, I mean, I, I have Modelo if you want that, but everything else is craft. So it, it's solid drinks, you know, and great lineup. And, um, and you know, and I'm behind the bar. I mean, mm-hmm. what, what more can you ask for? Mm-hmm. You know, you have me there talking your ear off because everybody knows I can do that. And, uh, you know, you listen to some fucking great jokes and we'll take a shot together and we'll share some laughs and, sh- you know, make some new memories. Can, can, we do be a, fun. can we do like a long-winded spiel plug where like you mention this podcast at the comedy show and you get like... Because you just said that you'll do a shot with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, hey, you said on the podcast, bro. I'll tell you what. I get what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? So if any of the listeners show, shows up this Sunday for the Moose Den Comedy Show, if you show up, okay, come up to me and say, hey, listen to your podcast, Long Winnage Spiel, to which I will respond, you get... What's Happy that? hour prices on your next two drinks. You on get a dollar two. off. Okay, a dollar off the next two. All right, yeah, so, I think hey. that's fair. Yeah, because you listen to... I mean, if you're listening to it this far into the podcast, uh-huh. you really have to like... You should say like a code word. You, really, you can't just be like, oh, hey, listen to the long word spiel. You gotta be like, the code word is... Guys, swordfish. What if I forget the code word? <laughs> that's true, it is pretty late. It's pretty late. I so I'm just gonna I'm just say... Fun with this. No, for sure. Um, I'm just gonna say if you mention the podcast, okay. I'm just gonna say episode okay. 27 though. Yes, you can't episode. just mention the podcast. Exactly. I don't want you to be giving away drinks for free that's unless they, true. they've actually listened to this promo. God damn it, Mike! That's a great you point. I mean? So, I money, listeners, bro. if you mention Long Winch Bill episode 27, I will buy you a beer. Bam! I'll, I'll, I'll sweeten the deal. If I'm gonna add more. You know things to remember to get the deal. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna sweeten the goddamn deal while I'm. I think while I'm it should at be it. a code word. Could you sh- I just I'm afraid I won't remember the code. code I'm word. just afraid you're gonna be giving free beers out. It. How about this? We'll say if you mention long winded spiel, and I say what is a code word, uh, you, your response will be 27. It'll be a number. And just referring I think, to the episode. No, the the correct answer would be like, uh, what's the point in telling you the code word? You'd probably forget it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you have to reference this whole conversation dude that, that's a lot man. It's a that's lot. a lot to remember well that's the beauty about it is that they're yeah. just going to remind you that you'd probably forget that's a good point so that's that's the we'll code see. to get a beer is that be like hey man episode 27 was great uh, code word you're probably going to forget this <laughs> at that moment I would probably you know. act surprised and be like what are you talking about what do you mean about? I forget what? what what do you say what do you want to drink guy he's like I want my free beer now yeah <laughs> <laughs> turns into a huge thing it turns into a, yeah like, if he pulls it up though then I that's I mean that, that's what yeah. I would do in that scenario like dude it's you said it thing. at 92 minutes mm-hmm. that's funny man that's really really funny yeah I uh that's not a bad idea so this Sunday right. comedy show at the Moose Den um, if you come up to me and you say anything about the podcast, and especially the number, though, and if, and if you mention that I might end up forgetting the code word, I will definitely buy you a beer, for at sure. At least it will be a laugh. Yeah, it definitely will be a laugh, and I'll buy you a beer, and then who knows, I might even buy us a shot to take together. But, um, yeah, so this Sunday, August 30th, no, not 30th, is it the 30th? July 30th. July 30th. July. I am You're in August. Off. You're thinking about your birthday. I am way off, dude. Way it's off late. right now. 
Yeah, so July 30th, this Sunday, comedy show, 8 p.m. at the Moose Inn in Glendale mm-hmm. on the corner of Harvard and Brand. Come check it out. Um, aside from that, uh, you can check me out on the Instagram, uh, fucking Twitter, Facebook, all that other good stuff. I'm always throwing stuff on there. So uh, thanks again, listeners. Um, good night. Mm-hmm. Or good morning or good afternoon or whatever fucking time of day of it is that you're, yeah, that you're living and you're listening to this wonderful podcast. First off, if you're still listening at this time, <laughs> fucking thank you. Because yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's no substance coming out of my mouth right now. I, I'm just like, I just, like just want to let you guys know that I appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate it, too. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just mumbling. I would like to say it's like a ramble mumble. <laughs> uh, anyways, good good night, listeners. Yeah, we appreciate right. you listening. <laughs> All right. Oh shit. And we're. Dead.